Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sit through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just gotta commit to it. Like that's just that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What is up? Episode 103, as Tyler shoves down a Pop-Tart for those on the video version. Yup. A legendary Pop-Tart, so that's the healthier version of the Pop-Tart. Healthier version. You got blueberry? Nah, man, classic brown, brown sugar cinnamon. Brown sugar, that is a classic. We're back, episode 103. Shout out to everybody that tuned in last week uh, where we talked about some nutrition stuff, I do believe. Yep. Uh, I don't really remember what we talked about, but it's uh, been a week. It's been a week, and it's only Wednesday morning. So, yep. Uh, appreciate <laughs> that's why we're uh, recording on Wednesday morning. Yeah, appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, last, last couple of weeks, we got the next week, the two year episode, which I will burr gusto to than I have today. But uh, two years of doing this next week that's awesome. What's man doing a lot of golfing, obviously. Uh, we've been we've been getting out there. What else is uh, what else is new, man? Um, last weekend had my, uh, my housewarming party. So we got some free stuff, uh, some lovely, nice. lovely little gifts and whatnot. And then, um, finally set up my stuff at my house, my home gyms set up my, my miniature, miniature home gym setup that I got there. Um, which, uh, I'm actually pretty pumped about. I'm going to go get a little, little back pump in there today. Oh, um and then yeah it's mostly just golf it's mostly just been golf i had yeah some people like monday were just like i saw you golfing a lot this weekend i was like yeah you did i was like yeah yeah we've been getting out we're we're trying to get we're trying to get our game tightened up for season you know it's early early in the year just working through the kinks working on the a little bit uh but we've been we've been out there i'm ready for my neck ready for a couple of days oh, <laughs> uh from from golfing good times for sure i don't have any funny stuff what do you know? a lot of events this week i don't know when this is gonna end up uh but we hopefully are, today 
already had our Leechburg Nutrition uh, group meeting, which had a really good turnout. That was on Monday. Uh, if you're listening to this in time, uh, Cheswick's will be Thursday, the 28th at six o'clock. We've got a ton of people signed up for that, which is good to see. At the exact same time, we'll also be having our 80s themed workout in Katanning, which also has a ton of people signed up. We got we got 20 plus people for yeah, both I saw of these that. events Thursday night. Planned the workout out yesterday with Maggie. It's going to be mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, looking forward to that. And then uh, this Saturday, Cheswick, we got the little outdoor workout. Oh, yeah. Little, Look, little, little looking nippy, nice. Maybe. Looking eh, nice. That'll be fine. It'll be fine. We got an outdoor fine. workout. We got a uh, we got a little coffee discount, fifteen percent off at the Black Canary afterwards for anybody that attends the workout. And as I say this, we should probably put something out for some type of a sign up so that we have any idea who's coming. Yeah, I mean it might be helpful. So we will do that as soon as we uh, are done recording this. So. Fun stuff is ahead uh, next week, I believe. Uh, Katanning will be doing their nutrition group. Yep. Got a good start to registration for that one as well. And then as we get into mid-May, we can do a little kickball at Leechburg, which anybody can come. You don't have to be a Leechburg member. Uh, you could be one of the other ones. We're also going to plan some some basketball. Mm. Maybe back down here at Cheswick, talking to some Katanning people about it. We're going to plan some volleyball up in Katanning. We got a lot of volleyball. Oh, I'm ready players. for that. Apparently, we got a school up there that has two black top basketball courts and a sand volleyball court. So we can wait. Do really? It all. We can just do it all at the same time. What? Oh, that's sick. Play some hoops. Have some lunch. Play some volleyball. It's all good. I'm good. Thank you. Cindy's <laughs> out here trying to give me cupcakes. What I want cupcakes to sabotage me. I'm not even gonna be in Chesapeake today. What a bummer. Uh no, dude, you're back. You're you're (laughs) you're back. You you are trying to improve your uh golf video physique. Yeah. Uh, you were motivated, (laughs) so you're back. New hey, new golf clothes showed up yesterday. I gotta tell you, the shorts are like Amazon shorts. Like it's literally like the Amazon, yeah, Amazon basics beautiful pair of golf shorts man yeah i, I actually I, I looked into them actually a couple weeks they were ago. great yeah are they they're, they're nah, solid they're 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 gonna get in yeah they fit nice they're 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 solid man i was happy with them i was happy with the shirt i'm, I'm yeah. ready i'm ready yeah. man so i can't wait to get those logoed balls <laughs> the, the, the mccool <laughs> pro v ones uh so yeah good, oh, good times geez. ahead a lot of events a lot of um helpful stuff you know take advantage yeah. of this stuff i mean you guys get a lot with your membership you know we we try to we try to be more than just uh pay some money to come using equipment every month kind of place you know we try to bring a lot of value to the table and these are free events for members you know some of them are obviously open to non-members as well if you want to bring some people but Take advantage. We're trying to give you the tools and resources to make working out fun with some of these events. We're trying to give you the tools and resources to help you with nutrition. So make sure you, you take us up on it and you take you take advantage of that stuff. So hopefully we'll see you guys at some of those events. Uh, don't miss out. It's gonna be gonna be a good time. Oh yeah. Uh, let's dive in. We got a couple questions today. Uh, we're gonna flip the script a little bit. I'm 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 the one with the questions. Today. I say I don't I don't have the questions. So. Uh, usually I'm just answering here for a good time. 
And if you're new, let's maybe do one of these. We, we talked about this. If you're new to giving us a shot here, um, what this is on a weekly basis is myself and Tyler, who have trained for a combined, what, 12 plus years probably at this point. Yeah. Um, have trained thousands of people in all different age ranges, different goals, different health issues, different backgrounds, whatever it might be. Uh, so we hop on here once a week to bring you some helpful info. You know, we've had a lot of, a lot of people that we've worked with over the years that we have at our locations fit into some very, very similar buckets Mm -hmm. with similar questions and similar struggles and similar things they do really well, things they don't do so well. And, and, you know, we've seen a lot of people be very successful and get really good results. And there's a lot of commonalities in the people that have done that, that we try to bring to the table. And then we've also seen a lot of the common things that get people off track or prevent them from reaching their goals. So we try to bring you some info to navigate that on a weekly basis uh, for free. Uh, we, we gear this towards our membership uh, base. Obviously, anybody can listen that you think would be helpful, but uh, there's a lot of information out there on social media and other podcasts and YouTube and, and everywhere that it can be very overwhelming. There's a lot of mixed messages. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors on stuff that really doesn't matter. So we try to sift through and, and give you guys some, some easy to digest and understand information that you can implement into your training, your recovery, your nutrition right away to be more successful. Along the way, we ramble about some really stupid stuff. Very stupid stuff. Some of which is completely made up for comedic purposes. Because we like which, to. And some of which is real. So you never know what's what. We'll keep you guessing if it's real or, or make believe. But that's the fun in all of it. Uh, so don't take anything we said too seriously. Yeah, don't. Unless, unless you have one of those... Uh, things on your back window of your truck, then you can take what we say seriously. Well, take take all the health and fitness stuff seriously. Yeah, or if you plan on vote for Dr. Oz. <laughs> anyway, here we go. We got a couple questions that we're going to dive in on. We got props today, so uh, hopefully you're you're hopping on YouTube and getting the video version so you can get the oh, full man. the full experience uh, as we go through. But the first one is coming from Michelle here in Cheswick. Shout out to Michelle, member of the week last week, I believe. Got some great blood work back from the doctor. Oh, yeah. Confidence is <clears throat> booming. She's feeling good. So she wanted us to dive in on discussing uh, kind of the differences with muscle and fat in terms of the scale and, and making progress and how those kind of interact and how those change and what the whole relationship is there. Uh, she mentioned recently kind of really starting to understand that your muscle is your metabolism and all of this stuff. And I uh, just want to some, spend some time talking about that. And it's a really good time to do so with the topic uh, of education in these first nutrition meetings. So I've been talking long enough. Take us away. Yeah. So differences between muscle and fat when it comes to the scale. The first thing I'm going to note is if you're beginning your health and fitness journey, there is a 
high probability that you will not see the scale like really move that much outside of like losing some bloating and water weight and things like that at the beginning solely because (laughs) solely because your body is adapting to the fact that you're exercising now, which means your body is actually trying to understand that it needs muscle again and that it, it needs uh, to, to you know, use that. And so it's really going through this process of, uh, you know, adding muscle back, you know, making sure that the, the mind and, and the brain know that like muscle is needed for the, these exercises. And so you end up building muscle, you know, relatively quickly, very early. Um, and so you might not see that much of a change with your weight, uh, which kind of goes into the side of like, that's why nutrition is kind of like really important. Now there is an aspect to this, you know, you hear it quite often and that's, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. Um, and you know, that is not really true. Um, you know, what your weight is weight, you know, one pound is one pound. Um, it's just the amount of volume or density, um, that is changing those things. So Ryan has his prop right by him. I don't, uh, mine's in the corner up here. Uh, but so Ryan's holding five pounds worth of fat, right? And five pounds worth of fat is quite, you know, big. It, it has a lot of volume to it and so forth. And five pounds of muscle is roughly about a third of the size. You know, it's about the size of Ryan's fist uh, in, in the video. So that is the big difference when it comes to fat and muscle. It's the volume and space that it takes up and the density that it has. Muscle is much more dense than fat is. And that's why when you're building muscle, you tend to kind of almost shrink the body because everything is just packing in. Your weight not, might not change, tight, but you get really tight and you get sculpted. And that's what really kind of helps change your body composition. Yeah. So if you're following along on the video here, which again, props, how are you not, you know, how are you not on the video at this point? Uh, especially with our official sponsor of, uh, and Kemp keeping us tight on a weekly basis. Uh, you're just missing out. Wardrobe brought to you by Amazon uh, Anytime Fitness and the cools. I think we're both wearing yes. some gifts. Um, so anyway, if you're following along on the video, which you should be, five pounds of fat, as Tyler described, is this big, which is much bigger than people expect. Five pounds of muscle, probably about the size of my fist here. So as Tyler was saying... You know, if you lose five pounds of body fat and gain five pounds of muscle, the scale will be the exact same. However, you will be this much smaller. Like you will have this much less stuff on your body, in your body, in your, on your body, in your body, whatever you want, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So you're smaller, like you're a smaller human. You just weigh exactly the same, right? So it's kind of like the as you were saying earlier, weight is weight. So a hundred pounds of feathers weighs the same as a hundred pounds of bricks. That's just how it is. It's a hundred pounds. It's a unit of measurement. So yeah, 150 pounds of fat and 150 pounds of muscle weigh exactly the same. One is just much bigger and takes up much more space than the other. So yeah, that is mainly why muscle 
and building muscle is crucial, you know, because it's going to, you know, that that's why progress is made when, when the scale doesn't move. That's why we use things like the Evolt 360, where we try to monitor body fat percentage, because that's really what matters. You know, you can get smaller clothes can fit better, all of that stuff uh, without the scale really changing a, a whole lot. So, and this, this kind of goes into the concept that I was talking about a couple of weeks back where like everyone comes in the club and they have a vision of what they want to look like. Everyone, everyone has it. I remember when I walked in the gym for the first time in my life and thinking, you know, at some point in my life, I'm going to look this way, you know, and I had this idea in my head. That idea is because of what we're talking about right now. It's because you're building muscle and losing fat. That's what shapes and sculpts you to the vision that you have in your head. You know, like you can't just lose weight and look that way. You know, it's because of this concept of building muscle that allows us to have, you know, sculpted, rounded, uh, you know, tighter, uh, more fulfilled muscles, and then losing the body fat. Yeah. So earlier, you know, like we mentioned, we've, we've, you know, we've worked with thousands of people and a lot of them fit into very similar categories. And because of the type of type of people we want to work with that we can help the most, we've had a lot of people that fall into the category of, Oh, I just want to lose weight. You know, I don't care about muscle. I don't want to build muscle. I just want to lose a hundred pounds. And that's a very common thing. And and generally what happens when people want to do that is they do a ton of cardio and they eat a lot of salads. Like that's like the two things like, oh, I'm just going to eat salad. Yeah. And I'm going to do a ton of cardio. And like, they're like, I don't want to build muscle. I don't want to lift weights. I just want to lose weight. But then what happens is like, if they are able to lose that weight, let's say lose a hundred pounds, like now you're just like a noodle, you know, like there's nothing there, like Tyler was saying. So like you lose that weight, but then you're still not happy with how you look or you don't look like how you thought you would look at that weight because, you know, now we're just, we're just a noodle or we have loose skin or whatever it might be because now all this body fat's gone, but there's nothing else there. There's no muscle there to, Mm -hmm. to replace that. So, you know, a lot of times that's, that's the case for people where they just lose a ton of weight, but the other side of that is, and this is a whole nother thing we can kind of dive into now is like your muscle is your metabolism. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that on here a few times before and, and the more lean muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn. And, and I think we've used the example on here that if you had two 150 pound people walk on the treadmill at three miles an hour on a 2% incline for an hour if one of those 150 pound people has more muscle than the other 150 pound person, they are going to burn more calories doing that. So they're doing the exact same thing at the exact same speed on the exact same incline for the exact same amount of time. But the person that has more muscle on their body is burning more calories. So if your goal is strictly weight loss, I want to lose a hundred pounds. Building muscle is going to accelerate the rate at which you're able to burn the calories needed to lose that hundred pounds. Now, obviously nutrition needs to be in place and all of that, but 
building muscle is going to make it easier to lose that weight and to actually lose the entire amount of weight. Because a lot of times what happens when people just pound that cardio train is they might lose 20, 25 pounds very quickly, but then without the muscle and without the metabolism and without eating enough, which we'll talk about that metabolism just kind of dies and slows down significantly. And then that's when we're hitting plateaus and that's when we're hitting yeah. the wall. We're <laughs> no longer seeing results because, you know, that initial kind of shock or we're doing all this cardio, we lost some weight, but now our metabolism is shot and we're stuck. You, you can't go any further. Or a lot of times people lose a significant amount of weight. Let's say they lose a hundred pounds, but now again, they don't have any muscle. They don't have any you know, they don't have a fast metabolism. So as soon as they're happy with their weight loss and they return to eating somewhat normal or they back off a little bit on that cardio, they put all that weight right back on. And we've heard it from hundreds and hundreds of people. Oh yeah. When we sit down to talk to them, when they join the gym and they tell us about five years ago or 10 years ago or whatever, they did some program, they lost a ton of weight and then they put it all right back on. And that would be pretty miserable um, yeah. to go through all that. So muscle has much, much, much more benefit than just like being big and bulky and yeah. lifting a lot of weight. You know, that's, that's very small part of it. So uh, building muscle, not only, you know, if you, if you lose fat, gain muscle, like we talked about earlier, it's going to make you smaller, but it's also going to help you continue to be successful because of, that metabolism, the more muscle you have faster, the metabolism is going to be. Um, and then that kind of also ties in the, the nutrition side of things with, um, you know, what, what we're talking about in the first yeah, nutrition meetings here. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing that I want to kind of note on that is, is something that you and I talked about last year, the year before that, even, you know, when we were doing all of the, um, you know, marathons and, and, and everything like that, your body will become very efficient at doing stuff. Like that's the name of the game. Your body is trying to become the most efficient as it possibly can with whatever you ask it to do. So if you're asking it to do cardio every single day and only consume 1200 calories, it's going to get really freaking efficient at doing cardio every day and eating 1200 calories. And with that, that's what leads to that, you know, we'll go with slower metabolism. And then simply because the body is adapting to the fact that you're only feeding it 1200 calories a day, you know? So the reality is your metabolism, metabolism is just paring down so that your body can be efficient because that's what you're asking it to do. So you adamantly have to ask your body to do the things you want it to do through the actions that you take by building muscle eating appropriately, working out accordingly, you can ask your body to build up its metabolism, run more efficiently, burn more calories naturally, and have a better rate of success, you know, just by taking these few steps. Yeah. And if you go with that, that 1200 calorie number. Yeah. That's just the arbitrary number for. Yeah. So just to run with it a little bit, if you take that and that's what you're doing. And then you hit that wall or you hit that plateau after a while. Yeah. Then what everybody does is they pull it back even further. Yeah. Which so, is oh, even I'm worse. Stuck. I'm not losing any more weight. I need to eat 
even less. So then they eat a thousand. Maybe they lose a couple more pounds to get stuck again. Oh, now I got to pull back even more. And then, you know, where, where does it end? You know, you just yeah. keep pulling back and back and back. And then you feel like shit, you have no energy. You can't get a good workout because you're not giving yourself any fuel on a daily basis. So yeah. And usually a lot at that of people, point, usually yeah. at that point, when you go too low, you actually start seeing the number go back up. Yeah. Your, your body kind of like goes into shock and, and, and kind of wants to protect itself. And, yeah. and the, the way it does that is by, by storing energy. Yeah. Cause you're, uh, you're putting so much of body fat. Yeah. You're putting so much stress on the body going that low that your body is literally just like freaking out. And it basically just goes into like emergency mode, you know? So that's why yeah. people like, and I've had it, I've, I've met with somebody who sat down and like, Oh yeah, I eat 950 calories a day and my weight's going up. I'm like, what in the world? Like yeah. that's insane. Yeah. And, and that's like, you know, going back to the little explanation of what we, what we do with this podcast. And, th and that's probably one of the most common kind of buckets of people, you know, that, that we've worked with throughout the years is those people that I want to lose a lot of weight. I'm going to just do cardio. I'm going to eat this low calorie diet. Then they get stuck, eat less, do more cardio get stuck, eat less, do more cardio. And it, and it's just never sustainable in the long run. Um, and eventually they do get completely stuck to where they can't pull back anymore on nutrition. They can't possibly do any more cardio. So then they either stay where they're at or like Tyler said, they start putting some weight back on. So then they just give up and they stop because it's not working anymore. Right. Yep. And, and it's really just because they set themselves up poorly to be successful and to continue to be successful and to then maintain those results in the long run. Cause really that's what it's all about, right? Like it's, it's, if you lose 50 pounds for like a week and then you put it all back on, like what the hell is the point of that? You know, that's, that's yeah. not what we're trying to do here. Right. I mean, even if you're like trying to get in shape for a wedding or the beach or something like you probably want to, be healthy and look like how you want to look for yeah, longer look than a week or longer a than a day. Right. So the name of the game is, is being able to maintain what you want. Once you get there, you know, the name of the game isn't getting there. Um, you know, that's obviously part of it, but the end goal is to then stay there, you know, once you're there. So people just set themselves up very, very poorly for long-term success. Uh, because of, you know, the misinformation of like, oh, I just need to burn a lot of calories doing cardio or, yeah. you know, I, I need to just eat salad and it doesn't matter how much protein I eat. It doesn't matter how many calories I just need to eat low calories and I need to eat no carbs and I need to avoid fat and I need to avoid salt, you know, like all these things that people kind of do. And, you know, like I said, it's just, it's misinformation. It's, it's, it's also instant gratification, you know, like it's, it's chasing after immediate progress instead of laying the foundation for, for that long-term progress, because eating a thousand calories and, and doing two hours of cardio a day is the fastest way to immediately see the scale go down. You know, it's going to, you know, like if you do that, you're, you're going to lose weight. 
and then you're going to run into all the problems we just talked about. The correct way and the sustainable way and the best way for long-term success is to take the time to get that metabolism cranked up through building muscle and increasing your, your calories and, and getting them to the appropriate level based on, you know, your resting metabolism and everything. So, but that takes longer. That involves the first three to four to six weeks, depending on how damaged your metabolism is even longer of maybe not seeing the scale move, yeah. you know, the body fat's probably changing and everything, but the scale might not be moving. And I was just talking about all this with, with Jody yesterday in Leechburg, uh, shout out to Jody killing the six week challenge. Nice. Um, you know, so everybody kind of, if you're like, Hey, I can get like, I got two options for you, Tyler, basically like we can spend the time laying the foundation so that a year from now you can be 50 pounds down and then keep it, but you're not going to see any results on the scale for the first six to eight weeks. Or I got this other option where you're going to, you're going to lose five pounds the first week. You're going to lose 10 pounds the first three weeks. Like, you're going to see some instant results, but you're only going to lose 25 pounds and then you're going to put it back on, you know, like you would obviously pick the first one, yeah. but nobody does. No, you know, you would obviously pick that if it was laid out. Okay. I got to be patient for six to eight weeks to then ultimately get everything that I want and keep it. Or I can just get a little bit of results right now and then fuck it all up. Yeah. You know, like those are, those are, those are really the options people are, are, choosing uh which yeah. doesn't make any sense health your health and fitness is not about instant gratification in any regards and people you have to stop looking at it that way like your perspective coming into this needs to be long-term endeavor patience is key if you come in thinking that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna get where i need to be in the next 30 days because i'm gonna work out five days a week and and eat 1500 calories then yeah, we'll see you again here in four or five months. Like, that's yeah. just how it's going to go. Like, you have to understand that this is long term. You have to understand that the foundation is, you know, a necessary aspect of this. And instant gratification is not the course of action. Yeah. I mean, don't go chasing waterfalls, you know? It's really, it's really what it comes down to. Uh, <laughs> what a way to throw that in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, that that's that's the number one way to make sure you don't you're not successful. And, and we've talked about this before. There's there's no finish line with yeah being in shape and being healthy. It's not like you get to a certain point and then you're just set. You know that's not how it works. There's it's constantly happening. You, you're constantly being pulled out of shape or you're constantly being pulled to be unhealthy. Right. So it never ends no matter how much you like hurry up yeah you're 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 hurrying up to wait kind of thing like you're 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 trying to rush it to then end up in the same spot you know you're you're basically the the person that's driving like an asshole and then you just end up at the same red light 5 minutes later yeah you know it's like they were driving 90 you were driving 60 and you ultimately still ended up in the same spot same spot within two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, until you finally like buy into the understanding that there is never, a, you know, eventually there's a finish line, but 
Well, yeah, that's that's death. <laughs> you know, uh, so you know there 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 is eventually a finish line, but until you buy into like there is no the journey line yeah. to to health and fitness and and all of that, you are never going to be successful. You are constantly going to gain it, lose it, gain it, lose it, gain it, lose it, gain it, lose it. So uh, we're trying. You know, we're trying to give you the, the the understanding and the tools and, you know, everything that you need to understand consistency over a long period of time is the only way. Yeah. It is the only way to reach your goals and keep your goals uh, where you want them to be. Yeah. So recap, muscle is extremely important. Your weight might not move but that does not mean that things aren't happening as long as you are doing the things that you need to be doing. All right. Uh, that's why we use data points and we utilize things such as evil 360, uh, because it helps us monitor those data points more efficiently. All right. And if you have more questions or whatnot, or you're curious more about some of this sort of thing, make sure you come to the nutrition groups because that's what, we're kind of going to be talking about. Yeah. This first one, uh, you know, each month at these nutrition meetings, we're going to have a little educational topic at the beginning. Uh, if you are already at the Leechburg one, then you already know this. And it, uh, from what I, from what I heard, the Leechburg one went really well. Yeah. It went, went really well. Um, you know, the topic is metabolism and is, you know, your, your BMR, which is your resting metabolism. Uh, so the, the whole discussion of this first one is about eating enough and, and how the metabolism works and how we have to fuel the metabolism and all of that stuff. So make sure you hop into those meetings. Like I said, those are going to be great for everybody. Uh, they're free and you're going to get some good education. You're going to get some good ideas. You're going to get some good reminders. You know, a lot of times it's not that, and this is in life, but you know, a lot of times it's not that we need some new amazing idea or anything we just need to be reminded of the basic stuff a lot so yep that's what these meetings are going to be all about so make sure you hop in there question number one is in the books done we went we went for a while on that yeah one. i had a feeling that one was going to go a uh, little bit. So that's a that's a good one we appreciate that one so we'll keep these other ones a little tighter next question involves uh kids and working out which we uh have some some info to share about that topic as well. But the question was more or less like, when is it, when should kids start working out? When should kids start lifting weights? Um, those types of things. So take her away. Yeah. So first things first, I'm going to dive on is the whole idea that lifting weights stunts kids growth is a myth. It's not true. Myth myth busted it, it's it's not true it's just it's not true like there's it's yeah it's just not um how i would be looking at this is simply obviously based on the age of the kids um you know if we're looking at, at some younger kids and, and so forth maybe the the ages maybe ranging from like eight and to like 12 13 years old you know, it might be more about just getting good movement and, and having fun and, you know, making sure that they're doing things uh, that aren't just sitting on uh, a couch, you know, staring at an iPad and whatnot, um, but just moving like that's a big thing. Uh, you know, at that age is a lot more of a um, an attention 
uh, type of thing. You got to you gotta keep their attention and keep them going um, more so than anything. When it comes to the lifting weight side of things, as early as they, that they're interested, you know, in my opinion, you know, if, you, if you're working out at home and your nine-year-old walks into the garage and is watching you and is curious, then teach them. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with it. Like you're, you're setting them up for, you know, a positive lifestyle later on in their life. And it's really interesting, you know, kids have the movement that the adults are striving for. Like kids' bodies can move in every facet of the way. Like their mobility is good all the way through. Like they, they can get down into a perfect squat. They can, you know, the shoulders can dislocate back with no issues and everything's good. Like that's what most adults who are trying to either train competitively or even just get better are essentially trying to get back to is to be able to move like a kid. So if you teach them how to do the exercises the right way, when they can move the right way, then you're only helping them out for the future. Now, the only thing, and I know Ryan's seen it and we, we've talked about it a couple of times before, the thing you have to be careful about is kids just lack what we'll call motor control, you know, which is like the ability to like have coordination and move their limbs appropriately. You know, you see a kid who in sixth grade is five foot, you know, and runs normal, but then in the seventh grade, he hits a six inch growth spurt and then he tries to run and he looks kind of weird. And simply because he's trying to adapt to the fact that he grew. So like, that's the hardest challenge that I would say that kids have is just the motor control aspect um, and, and making sure that they're doing it with good form, but they have the ability in their bodies to do it immediately. So really just when interest is peaked for them, that to me is the right time. Yeah. So with this topic, it's, it's not necessarily so much about yeah. when it's about what I also note that Ryan has way more experience working with kids in like an athletic fashion than I do. So, yeah. So, I mean, everything <laughs> Tyler said was money. Um, you can obviously start working out whenever, I mean, my four-year-old do push-ups in the gym while I'm working out just cause he wants to look like his dad, you know, so he'll like <laughs> copy whatever I'm doing. So yeah, that's obviously, so you can, you can start working out whenever, you know, and, and it's, and it's good to do. It's more so about like training age and like maturity versus like age. So it's not necessarily like, okay, at eight years old, you can start doing body weight stuff at uh, 11 years old. You can start doing some bands and some dumbbells. Yeah. And then at this age, you can start using barbells because depending on like Tyler said, how they're able to control their body and their limbs and their back and all of this stuff. And what they've done in the past is going to be the biggest factor in what you do in terms of, you know, if somebody's spent the time doing a lot of push-ups and pull-ups and sit-ups and a lot of body weight type things, then they have a really good foundation to then start adding in some free weights and all that stuff. If somebody's never done anything and then you just throw them into, here's how you do a barbell deadlift, then it's going to be very, very bad. So, yeah. um, you know, that, that foundation, like Tyler said, of movement can happen whenever, you know, doing some jumping and, you know, some push-ups and sit-ups and 
running around and sprinting and whatever, you know, those, those things can, can happen whenever, um, you know, some of the things when someone's younger, you're, you're probably not going to want to load the spine super heavy, you know, with barbell squats or deadlifts or anything. However, you know, you can, you can get in there and you can, you can lift weights and you're not going to have to worry about not growing like Tyler said. So really at any age, um, you know, especially when you start getting into the middle school ages, you can definitely get into some, some pretty steady body weight, uh, movements as well as, you know, starting to maybe get some dumbbells and some medicine balls and some bands and some, uh, you know, things like that, uh, kettlebells or whatever. I can't remember if I said that. So you can, you can get some of those things in there. It just helps build some balance and build some strength and a foundation to then be able to get into some of the barbell type stuff. I mean, again, there's, there's definitely some advanced kids who can start, you know, getting into barbells and stuff in, in seventh and eighth grade, cause they can control their body. You yeah. Know, like, like Tyler talked about. And so when you start doing some stuff is very, very individualized. Um, and you really just can look at somebody do an exercise, you know, like you could look at somebody do a push up or in, in a body weight squat and be able to tell like if this person's ready to do some weights or not, just by how shaky they are, how off balance they are, how awkward yeah. they are, um, which are all very common things. You know, there's been seventh graders that can squat and bench press better than seniors in high school. Oh yeah. You know, or adults, you know, like <laughs> yeah. if you've never done anything and you try to do a barbell squat or a bench press, it's going to look awful. So uh, middle school is a general thing is, is a good time where you can start getting some dumbbells in there, uh, some bands, some, some more advanced body weight stuff, because it helps build out, build up the balance. Kids especially have a very dominant side, mm -hmm. you know, like when you first start lifting the, the, the more dominant arm and leg are, are drastically more dominant, usually, uh, depending on what sports they played, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, if you're playing a sport like baseball or something where you're using yeah. your your dominant arm to throw all the time or you're pushing off with with that leg, you know, if you're pitching or throwing a baseball, you're right handed, you're always pushing off with your right arm uh, or your right leg rather throwing with your right arm. It's going to be a lot stronger than the other side. So correcting those imbalances is really important in that middle school age, especially yeah. through those periods of, of growth, like Tyler was saying, where you know, you kind of have to relearn your body and how to move it, uh, properly. So generally, you know, middle school is a good time to get some of those things in there. And then high school is when you can start getting into some of the more advanced barbell stuff. However, it is pretty important to go through the process of mastering some good body weight exercises and movement, mastering some you know, basics with bands and medicine balls and dumbbells and kettlebells, like some of those movements, you kind of got to progress through that. If you just, you know, are in high school and you've never done anything and you go straight to, you know, the strength and conditioning program where you're cranking out squats, deadlifts and bench presses with a barbell, it's, it's not going to go very well. And, and no. injuries can happen or lack of progress can happen because the form's terrible. So you're not able to get stronger. So um, long, long explanation there of some stuff, but really you can start working out and moving at any age 
And then, you know, as you kind of graduate through those steps, no matter what the age is, you can then move on, you know, once you yeah. master your body weight, then you can add some bands and some medicine balls and some light dumbbell stuff. Maybe once you really get a hold of that, obviously you can make those things heavier and, and more difficult. And then, you know, once you get to a certain point in that, you can, you know, then graduate to getting some barbells in there and, and everything else. So, uh, with that being said, uh, we are going to bust out some different summer programs for the youth, uh, something we haven't done the last couple of years, mainly with COVID and staffing and whatever. However, we got a we got an ace in the hole on the team this year. Uh, we are going to utilize Coach John Allerich's expertise of uh, kids in the youth uh, training world. He's going to run a couple different options for summer programs at all of our locations. He's going to do that. Uh, they'll be primarily in the mornings during the summer. It's going to be an eight week program. Uh, we're going to have one that is primarily for younger kids. So kind of up to that eighth grade level, uh, that's going to focus more on some of those things we just talked about more body weight bands, medicine balls, dumbbells, more of a conditioning type of environment. You know, it'll be a twice a week thing. Uh, the high school age, we are going to do smaller groups because the form is really, really important. Uh, it's going to be more lifting focused. So it'll just be up to like four people at a time. We'll have a bunch of different times available. Again, that'll be a twice a week thing for the eight week program uh, that'll focus more on building some strength, building some, some muscle. Uh, and then we're also going to have some one-on-one -on -one options. It'll be 10 sessions throughout the summer. Uh, where it's, you know, a little bit more of a higher level, really focus in on specific, uh, skills and, and, and attributes that'll, that'll help with specific sport, uh, that, that the kids are playing. So you don't have to be an athlete to participate in these things, but, uh, that one-on-one -on -one option is going to be a little bit more geared towards somebody that's wanting to really focus in and improve for, for a certain sport. So three different options there. One that's, that's kind of laying the foundation for the younger group, get them moving, uh, get them working a little higher level, small group one for the high school kids, build some strength, build some muscle, and then an option, uh, for one-on-one -on -one stuff that can be totally kind of customized and individualized. So, uh, be on the lookout. Tyler's finishing up, uh, some graphics for that. Pew. So you'll see some social media, you'll see some emails about that here soon. So, uh, we've had a lot of people asking, so, um, it's coming. Look out. It's coming. Uh, it'll be a eight week program. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, I think that's, I think that's plenty for today. Okay. I think that's a pretty solid episode. It's not going to be hot anyway. So we'll save the other topic for next week. Maybe. Um, we'll, we'll go from there. So episode 103 in the books, appreciate the Michelles for the questions here in Cheswick. Appreciate you participating uh, and helping us out. Cause we had nothing today. Yeah, we didn't. It's been a week. Like good I episode said. though. Yeah, man. I feel like we pieced it together. A lot of good information for always for different do. types of people. Yeah. We always, always do. We haven't, we haven't had too many duds throughout the two year <laughs> run here. Like, Maybe a couple in there that were a little flat, but yeah. I feel like I feel like we always uh, we always pull it together here and give you give you guys some good info. So 
Uh, go back, listen to some old episodes if you haven't. When I was trying to get a question from Michelle, she's like, you guys already talk about everything. I'm like, you're right. We cover all the bases on here. Exactly. We, we cover all the bases over and over and over again uh, to, to, to reinforce and, and help you guys out. So go back, listen to some old episodes. If you're looking for some, you know, we had Jen and, and Katanen going back through the archives, looking for some help on a specific topic. So if you're struggling with a certain aspect, we most likely have two, three, four episodes about that. So go back, check out some old ones. Uh, make sure you're subscribing on whatever you want for the podcast version, Apple, Spotify, whatever, and then YouTube for the video. Definitely hop on the video this week because we got props. Props. Two years coming next week. Yeah, man. See Two you guys years. then. See you.